everyone. Welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I am your host, and today I am joined with Grace, the founder and director of Voices of POC. So yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Grace. Um, I'm currently a senior in high school, and um, I've been a part of my school's yearbook staff for three years now, and that's really something that's helped me start Voices of POC this past summer. Awesome. So, yeah, that's really interesting that you are on your school's yearbook team, um, and I'd love to know a little bit about actually how you first got involved with the yearbook and kind of why you decided to join that team. Um, yeah, I there's like a course called like photojournalism at my school, so I, my mom is actually, like, really into photography, and she, back in China, did, like, stuff for, like, the TV, like, broadcasting station there, and so I've always been interested in photography and just cameras and stuff like that, so I took that class, and um, I actually really enjoyed it, and so the teacher asked me to join the yearbook staff, and um, it's been really cool. I really like it. Yeah, Awesome. Do you have like a favorite part of being on um, that yearbook staff or any favorite memories? Um, I met a lot of my friends through this class. Um, and I really like how I can just like talk with a bunch of random people. And you just like go and interview um, like, the st- like the student body. And so usually you would never talk to these people. But because of your book, I've been able to connect with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, so I'd love to know a little bit about how I know you talked a little bit about um, your experience with yearbook, but I'd love to know a little bit more about when and kind of how you initially got interested in journalism and in interviewing people and in writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like I didn't look towards journalism that much until I started Voices of POC. And I don't know, maybe quarantine, I don't know. I It just, I had this sudden urge to go out and do something. And what I knew to do was like how to interview people, how to write stories. And like, that's just something that I've always done. So I was like, why not apply these like skills that I've learned in class to something like bigger or something um, like more than me almost. And so I just like, it really just came out of curiosity. I just started interviewing some people and then, um I was like oh this is actually really fun and so as I'm like gonna go to college next year I did apply to some colleges as a journalism major which is something that I never really thought about before Mm -hmm. yeah that's great and yeah you mentioned you're a senior obviously in high school and so um before talking a little more about your organization I know that a lot of my audience are high school students right now, and mm-hmm. um, obviously the college application process is pretty different because of the pandemic. So can you tell me a little bit about um, kind of how that went for you? And yeah. Yeah, it was definitely really weird. I know like getting to like know each college by itself was a little difficult for me. The only thing I had was like websites and stuff, mm-hmm. um, but it was weird I'm so glad that I'm not in that process anymore Um, like I've submitted all my applications Um, but I think because I stayed at home a lot I really did have a lot of time to do it just because like especially during quarantine like you just have a lot of time so it wasn't too bad for me Um, I did feel like I started it I know everyone says to start early I felt like I started worrying about it too early though 
Like for me, I, I feel like I should have started like worrying about it later because I didn't really get to enjoy my summer that much because I was just worried about college apps and it just like took that entire summer away from me I feel like and I didn't even get that much work done for college apps during summer so that's like my only like tip if someone was curious Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think that that's definitely a benefit of being able to stay home a lot because you are able to um, have a ton of free time to do all these things Mm -hmm. Like, if you were to be in school and have to deal with the college application process, it's a whole lot more work, and especially if you have Mm -hmm. in-person extracurriculars, but Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. And yeah, I'd love to segue into your organization and know a little bit more about kind of what you do there and what Voices of POC is all about. Yeah, so in case, like, someone doesn't know, Voices of POC is basically... It's very similar to Humans of New York. I think that's a good way to describe it. But it focuses on the struggles that minorities tend to go through. So it'll talk about um, racism, conformity, or typically like any other struggle that we might face. And so uh, it's like through street photography and street interviews, I just share those stories and try to amplify their voices and um, just like listening to each other, reading each other's stories. So it's just a place for um like that voices of pe- like people of color can have their voices be heard a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah that's incredible and so was there like a specific reason why you wanted to take on this um like specific mission of you know uh, amplifying these voices like do you have any experience with that yourself mm-hmm. um I actually don't have any experience like prior to this especially with like activism and just like advocacy like I never have like done that really before um but then especially with the black lives matter movement that obviously inspired me a lot and then i was also like as a person of color myself i was just curious to hear what other people had to say and um for the longest time i think i myself like struggled in admitting that like it sounds like stupid but like struggled in admitting that i'm like a person of color like not that like i didn't know I'm Asian, obviously, but, like, more just I didn't want to, like, like, talk about things that would bring about more of my Asian-ness. Does that make sense? I I completely understand. Yeah, for sure. But this is, like, a super unique initiative, and I think it's incredible what you're doing. And um, taking a look at your site, actually, it seems like you've done a lot of these really incredible interviews. And so Mm -hmm. is that something that you've done all on your own or have you, do you have a team or any support along the way? Um, Yeah, this has actually been something that I've just done by myself. I don't know why I haven't asked other people to join really, but in the beginning there were like, there was a girl, like my friend would come with me on these interviews because I was like scared to go up and approach these people. Um, So like, that's like the only person I would say is on my team. Other than that, it's just been me. Yeah, that's awesome, though. And um, I'm pretty curious about actually the interview process and how it kind of works. Like, where do you mm-hmm. actually find these people to share their stories and experiences? Yeah, um, I get this question a lot, but I basically just will go like to the park or the mall or there's like certain shopping centers. Um, it's really just like one day I'll be like, oh, I think I should go interview someone where do I want to go? I just like pick any kind of area. Um, I think like the mall is a really easy place, but 
I just go to the mall or like, like say I go to the mall and then I'll just kind of walk around and then I just start asking people like I'll, I'll see someone and I just go up and ask them and usually there are a lot of people who say no um, but the people who say yes then it's like a really good time talking to them. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I feel like it's pretty scary to just go up to people and um, like, especially go up to a lot of people and kind of ask them to interview them. Yeah, it's, I'm still scared of it. Like I've done it so many times, but it definitely still scares me because I don't know, it's just like this random person. But I think that's the hardest part is just before you ask. Once you're actually asking them and talking to them, it's not scary at all. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you, it kind of has gotten like less nerve-wracking, less scary like over time? Mm-hmm. Yes. I In the beginning, I wouldn't go alone. <laughs> I just always needed someone. So, like my mom was there once or it's usually just like my friend. Um, but now I tend to go alone just because I think it's easier instead of dragging someone along yeah I mean that's super cool though like just interviewing people and going up to them like that's definitely something I would be scared to do myself (laughs) you're doing that and I I took a look again at some of the stories that you uh, featured on your site and I really love like how each story is really simple and straightforward but they all have like this um, really unique message or story behind it Mm. so and I know, like, they're pretty, like, short-ish. So is yeah. there a reason why you make the story that the length it is? Um, yeah, usually it just depends on, like, my actual interview. Recently, mm-hmm. like, my most recent post um, was actually a little bit longer than what it usually is just because there was so much that I wanted to put in there. So it usually just depends on the interview. And I think short stories are easier for people to read mm-hmm. and – like, the main point of my account is to obviously get people to read them. And so I don't think if it was super long, people would want to read all of it. Um, but, yeah, I like that you pointed out how uh, most of my stories, they are just very simple and, like, straightforward. But um, I think that's also what makes them, like, sort of special and stuff. Because, I don't know, like, there a lot of these struggles are ones that we can relate to as well. So Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah I completely agree with that and I think that even if they are short and simple like you said um there are a lot of people who like reading simpler things and like getting straight to the point um and <laughs> like these unique aspects without having to like scroll through tons of pages <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome and uh, I know you've done a couple of interviews but do you have like maybe one or two interviews or stories that you've written that just um, you know, had the biggest impact on your mindset or influence on you in general? Um, I think story-wise, the most recent one really impacted me. I don't know if you saw it, but it was basically this couple that, like, both of them have been homeless for a lot of their, like, childhood and stuff. And so that really surprised me. And then also the first story that I wrote, which is, he's, like, the first person I met, first person I asked to interview, first person like that I actually wrote a story about um he really like kept me going like he like showed me that like this is something that I should be doing but he talked about an incident with the police he had and like his family back in the ghetto and stuff and so it was just like really eye-opening like this is happening right here right in my community so those two stories definitely I think 
leave the biggest impact on me. Um, but there's also like certain people that I meet and that just like also stay with me. Um, I like there's the second story I wrote, there was um, a girl, like a Pakistani girl and her entire family was there. So they really left like an impact on me. And there's certain people that I stay in touch with on social media too. So yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, I love that you're able to, like, stay connected with a lot of these people, and being able to, like, just learn about so many perspectives and stories, like, that's something so unique, and being able to share it with others, that's even, like, more amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and I also noticed, I know you mentioned a little bit about um, kind of how you're part of yearbook, so obviously you have some experience with photography as well, and I noticed um, in your website that you also have, like, a pretty uh interesting photo to go along with each story so are these photos also taken by you or um you know actually taken by other people or is there like some meaning behind those photos as well Mm, yeah um so they're mostly taken by me there's a few like virtual interviews that I do and those pictures are going to be from the person that I interviewed um obviously because I can't meet them uh, but usually I just like get a quick little headshot for them some of them are like a little bit more fun and um, yeah like my recent one like you can tell there are there a couple I've been trying to get them like to ask them to do a certain pose sometimes they're like awkward in pictures I've been trying to like have them loosen up or like have them do a certain thing I've been trying to get better at that <laughs> yeah definitely well um is photography like another one of your interests or is it mainly just writing uh I like photography but I don't think I'm very good at it (laughs) to be honest um I think it's just like fun and stuff I would never like pursue it like professionally or anything um but I definitely do think it's just super fun to do Mm -hmm. yeah for sure I mean um and I'm, I mean, there's so many things that's on your website right now that are really incredible. I look through a ton of stories and they're all so amazing. And I noticed that on your website, you actually had a section titled specials. So that was pretty interesting to me. And I'd love to learn a little bit more about what that's all about. Yeah, I'm so glad that you like looked through my website. I feel so honored. <laughs> um, but yeah, the special section is basically it's like one main question that I just ask people and then it'll be multiple people with their responses I don't know if that's the best way to describe it but it was just a way for me to like get quotes out there without necessarily writing an entire story because like I said people don't always want to read so much and I feel like it's just like a wholesome little post where um you can kind of just like read what other people say about certain things I thought it was really cute yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a super awesome part of your site. And I, I know like launching this organization, I think you mentioned you launched it last summer, maybe. Yes. Um, but yeah, like, do you think like after launching your organization and trying to get it to grow and things like that, was it difficult for you? Or do you think it posed any challenges of any sorts? Mm, um, definitely, when I first started it, it was kind of hard. Like my my sister would share it, some of my friends would share it, but, like, the main part of, like, my Instagram account is obviously you need people to be reading those stories, and so without, like, a following, it's 
it's hard to feel like you're really doing something or you're really like helping anyone. Um, and so it was definitely hard, but there is like on Instagram, like so many other amazing organizations and you can like really build a community with them. So that was like where I was getting a lot of my support from. Um, and then recently I got like featured in the Dallas morning news. And so I got a lot of new followers from that and there was just like a lot of support from that. And it's like made me feel a lot of love recently. So it's been getting um, just a lot easier in building a following. And I'm really grateful for everyone who is interested in what I like, what the stories I have to share. Right. Absolutely. And I actually find it really interesting that you, um, you know, you started this organization during you know, the pandemic where it might be a little harder to meet up with people or go up to people and interview them. So do you think that that was something that you had challenges with that first? Or did you kind of think about that when you were first starting your organization? Yeah, I remember, um, like, safety-wise, like, my parents were a little like, oh, like, the virus is going around. Are you sure you want to be going out there? Um, But I don't really know why... I mean, it sounds, like, unsafe, but I just went and talked to them, and we obviously kept masks on and stuff. Um, I think when I first started it, people weren't taking the virus as seriously, which is bad, of course. Um, And so, like, that's one reason that it was, like, okay. Or not okay, but it was just, like, easier to do it because um, I know if you look at my first picture, he's not even wearing a mask. Um, so it was like during that weird phase. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a bit weirder. I think people have also gotten used to wearing masks and continuing their life and keep like social distancing and stuff. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I mean, like even then, I think that, you know, it's great to still meet new people during, um, quarantine, find new ways to connect with people. So Mm -hmm. I definitely like love what you're doing there. And, um, yeah, well, is this an organization, like, you want to keep um, doing, like, even when you're in college or even when, um, you know, you're no longer in high school? Yeah, I really hope to continue doing this. Um, I think, like, even if I maybe run out of time, at least having other people continue it, too, because I really do like this organization that I made. And, um, yeah, I want to keep... I want to keep working at it and see where it goes. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I think that your organization is unique in that, um, like, anytime you could really just go up to someone and ask them about, you know, Mm -hmm. stories. So, yeah, I love that your organization is so, like, special in that way. And um, I know, like, again, I said this a few times, but your organization is really unique. And so um, I'm not sure if you had any hardships I know we talked a little bit about the challenges that you faced mm-hmm. um, but would you say that there is maybe one or two things you wish you knew before you actually began running your organization and conducting those interviews mm, that's a good question um, I guess one thing I would have liked to known is that that people are like more willing to be vulnerable than I think. Um, I think it's like weird, but I think it's easier to be vulnerable with a stranger than like sometimes with your friends. 
mm-hmm. um, just because like you'll never see them again. There's not like a non anonymous factor playing in, kind of. But like I wish I would have known that like it's okay to hear these stories and like they will talk to you and you don't have to um, just like worry about like those things like that. I was so worried about how they would react and I didn't want them to view me in like the wrong way and um or if like they would even tell me anything um like like truly like honest about themselves um I think the other thing I guess the other thing would be just that it's important to like make sure that I am not writing myself into their story I think I've noticed that more recently and just like when I write these stories to make sure that my opinions or stuff are not changing what they say. And especially I like need to make sure to stick to their quotes. Um, I think like, even when I do their interviews and stuff, like I need to make sure that I'm listening to them entirely and just not having what I like say or how I view things impact it or like change it at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think those would probably be the two things. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Those are definitely really interesting to kind of, wonder about because I completely agree with you like sometimes it's definitely easier to you know share your story or share just anything with a stranger rather than someone (laughs) might be super close to you so yeah that's definitely a great point that you bring up Mm -hmm. and um yeah and I know we kind of covered this question a little more uh previously but would you say that as a whole your organization or, you know, like conducting these interviews and learning about different people's stories has helped you grow as a person or learn about new perspectives a little bit more? Oh, yes. I think um, I've really learned to like, I think one, I've really learned about my privilege, which I kind of knew about before, but it just like really becomes like I'm really you just really realize how privileged you are once you hear some of these stories and especially when it's like people you live around and you're just like wow (laughs) like my life is so easy compared to them and I've really been trying to just appreciate like all the things I have because it's really you don't like you don't know what is going to happen um I think I've also just been able to like learn how I don't know how like wholesome human relationships are and human connections and just connecting with people and um, just how helpful a conversation can be at times. So it's just been like a really, I feel like when I do these like interviews and stuff, you, you can't help but like just think that, oh, like humans are so cute. The earth, the world is so good. Obviously it's not the case, but um, with it being so like dreary on the news all the time and just terrible it's sometimes just nice to get like a breath of fresh air when you're talking with these people just like one-on-one just having a cute little conversation um, and then I of course also have a very big appreciation of anyone who's in like the creative like side of work anyone who does like content creation or anything like that because I feel like I deal with a lot of um just like getting unmotivated or getting stuck so I'm very very um like I admire those people who do that for like a job or just do it a lot a lot now yeah I completely agree I think when you like go head first into something new and you know try these new uh, things like doing people especially something 
um, kind of that can be nerve wracking for you. You definitely do learn some new things and you grow as a person for sure. So yeah, that's awesome that you were able to, um, you know, kind of get the brighter side of things and yeah, make these connections with other people. And yeah, well, um, a little bit more about your organization, just kind of to uh, wrap things up a little bit. Uh, do you have any plans or special projects you maybe plan on implementing this year or maybe in the near future? Um, yeah, I want, there is like another, I want to work with other organizations more. So like this would be one example. Uh, there's also another organization on Instagram where we kind of do the similar things. And so I'm hoping to, we're working on kind of like a video thing where you interview people and it's like a video instead of photos if that makes sense so I'm just like work trying to interact with other organizations more because I think that can be really helpful um I also this might be like a very into the future thing but like once COVID um kind of goes away uh I really want to enter into other cities and do this because right now a lot of my interviews come from where I live and I know that I, like, I'm curious to see if, like, in different cities, there would be different types of stories and, like, different viewpoints and stuff. So I would love to, like, do that and make my organization a little bit more, like, just broad instead of, like, so specialized in this one community. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just hoping to, of course, post more, interview more people, talk to more people, of course. Yeah, that's those are some incredible goals and plans. Um, yeah, I think like once you go to college as well, you'll have a bit more freedom to, you know, explore new cities and things like that. So that's definitely um, something I'm looking forward to. Uh, but yeah, well, for those out there who would like to maybe um, get involved with your organization somehow or check out your content, um, it, is there a specific way that they should access it or do that? Um, yeah, you can always just go to Instagram at Voices of POC. Um, I, you can, I think people, they can either share their story or they can also just like start interviewing people themselves, <laughs> go find a story for your own and, um, see what people have to say. But of course I'm, my DMs are always open and like, you can share your story for Voices of POC too and do like a virtual interview. I've been getting a lot of those, but yeah, those are like the main two things. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on today to speak. Um, do you have any platforms or other websites or things like that that you would like to share with the listeners before we end? Um, no, it's just Voices of POC on both um, Instagram and VoicesofPOC.com. That's right. pretty much it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today as a guest. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. <laughs>